Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sandspants Radio, Australia's most American podcast network. Just a quick disclaimer, we are not medical doctors, therapists, or dietitians, so please check with an allied health professional before making any changes. Hello and welcome to another episode of Super Gym Friends, I'm Adam. I'm Zach. And I'm Trent. And this weekend, Fit, we're going to be talking about supplements, and specifically protein today. I'm excited for this one. (laughs) Yeah, so this has been a set of topics. So we're going to be breaking this down into maybe two or three different episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, talking about different supplements that are commonly taken. But this has been one that has at least been in the talks for quite some time. So it's it's exciting that we're finally having it done. I think Trent has been wanting to show me his supplement stack for... Maybe he's got some show and tell. <laughs> two, three months now. It has been it's been a while since we've like spoken about uh, doing this episode. So it's super cool to finally have it actually occurring. Which yeah, is- I've I've uh, started getting back into it all again. Like again, I, I was always excited because I was going to tell you what I used to take. Um, I stopped it for a bit and then I'm back on it all of it again. And now I'm really excited to be able to share how I'm feeling while I'm on it all. So. I'm being left out. I don't ha- I don't take supplements. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, that's right. I'm Ooh. clean, baby. <laughs> Ten years to, today. What are you trying to say, Adam? Uh, nothing in particular. Fair enough. I was just making. I'm just here to bring the laughs. Well, if I've, if Trent has for show and tell supplements, I, as always, for show and tell, bring two simple things: one, comedy; two, log cabin references. <laughs> that's all I'm here for. And frankly, that's all you need to bring, Adam, because. That's really what's carrying this podcast. Is I think that's your comedy and these. Yeah, I think that's 90% <laughs> a lot of cabin references. <laughs> yeah, I hope that um at some point this podcast gets so big that when you look up log cabin, you don't get the disgusting urban dictionary definition of building or a log the cabin, original instead- <laughs> meaning the log cabin. <laughs> I don't think if you Google it, top search result is you want the shit one, yeah. 
I think you want for the our disgusting uh, toilet shit, yeah. For our hundredth episode, we are uh, we need to build our own log cabin studio to record it in. That it only seems fitting. The audio would be <laughs> horrific, but sure, <laughs> I really would. Yeah, <laughs> but um, to kind of jump onto what you were saying before, uh, with not having any supplements to bring to the table, Adam, it's very much okay because. One thing that is really important to understand when it does come to any sort of supplement is that they're made to do exactly what they what the label is, is to supplement a deficit or a lack of within regular diet. And so when mm-hmm. it comes to all of these supplements, what we should be trying to do and what is in most circumstances possible to do is to try and consume as much as possible from natural food sources, from whole food sources, because they are the most digestible within the body and then supplement after. Yeah, I'm not good at I'm not good at the whole natural food sourcing. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good and at it. And in saying that I don't go- Yeah, go on. In saying that, I don't do enough of the natural, um, say, eating your vegetables. I don't do that enough. So, yeah, definitely. Saying saying I'm not good at and I'm not going to do are two very different (laughs) things. Yeah. Yes, yes. (laughs) I can see where it might cause some confusion there. And when it comes to general vitamin health in regards to supplements, one of the easiest ways to try and maximize your... So if I were to give a recommendation for everybody, every healthy adult in their consumption of vitamins, I would not say have X or X tablet or pill. I would instead recommend that everybody have three servings of different colored vegetables. A serving is roughly the smaller part of the palm of your hand. I've heard a deck of cards. That's a good way of yeah. uh, remembering it. But yeah. I suppose the palm of the hand is something that most people will have or a well on hand. Of a plate. Sorry? A quarter of a plate? Ooh, maybe a little bit less than a quarter. It depends. Well, I guess it depends, it depends on the plate. On the plate. Guess, yeah. Yeah. It really depends <laughs> on the plate. Uh, <laughs> and then as well as a piece of fruit. So- one thing with that is different colors within our vegetables in general indicates a different nutrient profile, different vitamins within it. So getting those different colors allows for that wider variety. But when it comes to fruit, kiwi fruits and Jeff Nippard fans, I'm sure you guys don't know who that is, but some of no. the listeners will, uh, <laughs> will know this very well. But kiwi fruit are one of the most vitamin rich fruits we can get our hands on. So definitely. Go they have several other fruits, but they're only for the rich. Kiwi dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little, little secret. I actually don't like fruit. What? Mm, like don't any? Like fruit. Like, How can you not I... like all fruit? That's yeah, insane. there has to be yeah. some. Um, really not a fruit guy. Um, that's, that's, that's like saying, oh, I'm really not a big fan of uh, liquids. You know, I, I like I the flavoring. Like I like the flavoring. So, like, orange juice is great. Banana bread, great. You'll have orange juice, but you won't have an orange. No. Yeah, yeah. You'll All right, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> but you let me, won't let me... have a banana. No. Not my Let's thing. break this down, Barney. Oh, bananas make me nuts. throw up. What? Do you, do you like freshly squeezed orange juice? Yeah. Even with the pulp? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I tolerate the pulp. 
Okay. Like but everybody you, does. But you will have <laughs> yeah. freshly squeezed. If it's pulpless, you will enjoy freshly squeezed orange juice. Yes. So what happens if, all right, so I want to create a scenario <laughs> where we slowly get the squeezing as close to pos- as close as possible to just directly into your mouth and then just have you biting on an orange. <laughs> because surely, surely I, that's- The texture just- gets me. The texture gets me, I think. So it's texture. all to do with texture. Yeah. But fruit, like, if we get you, if we line up all the different fruit, they have such varied textures- yeah, like, and so far I've not crunchy, found one I like. Some are sp- Hang on, I'm gonna get I tried them. Fruits. What it's fruits have you? Yeah, this is important. This is like a screw whatever topic we were going to talk about. <laughs> this is far more important. This is so shocking. And to the extent that you haven't tried fruit, as soon as we're able to meet in person, we are having a fruit platter. Like we I've, are testing. Sorry, I, I should say this. I have tried majority of fruits, but I haven't probably tried fruit in uh, the past five years. You Definitely. haven't tried fruit in the yeah. past five years. Yeah. Maybe All a right. grape? Maybe a grape, maybe. A grape. Do you like maybe grapes? In five years, you've had one grape. Yeah. Do you, you like had... grapes? <laughs> Do you like grapes? That's uh, they're, the question. They're, I tolerate them. I tolerate them. Like, right. And I'm not like, mm. They are mm. like, okay, okay. grape are pinnacle of like sweet fruit. <laughs> they're not my favorite, but they're like, they taste like lollies. The skin like gets weird. Lolly... The skin's oh. weird. All right. Skin, oh, but... this is so shocking. <laughs> All right. Apples. <laughs> Tolerate it, not for me. I'm worried that it'll, they'll break my teeth. Apricots. What? what? Wait, 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 wait. What? No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. We can't go. Wait a minute. It's not a stone fruit. You're not biting into what? anything hard. You can eat all of an apple. Uh, I'm worried. Some maniacs I, uh, do. Uh, yeah, it's just not for me. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I guess wor- the fear of. Friend of the yeah. show, Joel Zamet, eats all of an apple. He'll yeah. eat every, yeah, he eats every part of the apple. Wow, that's shocking. I've seen it. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. I even I will say that's too far. Have you but, yeah. like? Do you eat like? <laughs> there's foods which are crunchier than apples. Like, do you have um, like chips? Chips like what? Just chip corn chips, like like uh, potato yeah. chips. They're crunchy. Have you had pork it's different. crackling? It's different. It's different. Do you like oh, pork crackling? Pork crackling? No, I, 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 I like pork crackling, but I'm iffy on that one too because I was like, Ugh, yeah. All right, let me Isn't keep going. F- this is this is insanity. Apricots. <laughs> have you ever had an apricot? Um, yeah, I haven't had an apricot, but probably not in about fifteen years. You have had an apricot, but not in about fifteen years. All right. Yeah, Apparently, so avocado counts as fruit. We're skipping oh, that one. I have never so... tried avocado. And, You've um... never <laughs> tried avocados. You live in Melbourne, you maniac. I'm what sorry, is Adam, wrong I with just you? Peaked. I peaked from the shock. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might like avocado because it's really not like any other fruit. Yeah, Avocado's but it looks really gross to me. I, I don't know. The, again, the texture is going to get me. Oh, the you, but you've gonna never had me. it. How do you yeah, have but I, like? I can see the texture of it, and I'm like, I, no, that's not for me. No, the texture's so good of avocado. Mm. It's like part well, of the Well, hang a minute. <laughs> do you, have you ever had a guacamole? Uh, no, I don't, I don't you've like never had a guacamole. All right, no. well, if the texture of an avocado upsets you, a guacamole might. Oh, might actually, be able no, to no, get no. I did once. Um, like it, it, guacamole is spicy, right? That's the spicy. No, that's uh, it can be. It can be. I think I've had spicy guac before, but like it was like, as a dare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you like it? <laughs> nah, no. Well, texture, was that because the of the spice? Oh, okay. The texture's weird. All right, uh, banana. Ah, uh, bananas. Um, I'm traumatized as a child. I had a banana and I threw up afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Blackberries. Um, like kind of the same category as um grapes to me. 
in insane. Black currants. Yeah, uh, tolerated. Blueberries. I really love the flavor of them, but like I just don't like again. It falls into the grape category for me. What? Wait, you just said you really like them, and the grape I like the category flavor. is I like the I flavor. The flavor, the, the, the flavor, like, I like the flavoring artificial, maybe putting it into like a, like a blueberry drink. <laughs> okay, but do you mean like blueberry flavored stuff? Yeah, because yeah, Blueberries yeah. don't taste like blueberry flavored stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't had yeah. them in over five years, at least over five. Yeah, I, again, I, it, it's been a long time. Cantaloupe. I can't recall the last time I had a, a blueberry. Cantaloupe. But... Answer the question. No, I don't think I've ever had a cantaloupe. All right, we'll put you. We'll get you to try cantaloupe because that's also very different <laughs> to a lot of other fruits. Yeah, cherries. Yeah. Cherry flavoring is awesome, but cherry so, flavoring. Okay, can't remember. Oh. Can't remember. Well, cherry um, flavoring is actually very similar to a type of cherry. There is a type of oh, cherry yeah, that cherry like, flavoring um... comes from. So we should find out what that is, and we should try that. Okay. <laughs> um, cranberries. No one hates cranberries. Uh, I don't think I've ever had them. I've only yeah, had that's the right. cranberry juice. Add it to the list, Adam. <laughs> Add it to the list. Um, there's a lot of obscure Here's ones. Here's one that... I want to know. Mango. Um, definitely had it as a child. Can't remember what it tastes like. Again, just falls into the same categories as that I didn't enjoy the experience. You are missing out. Mango is one of the most incredible foods you can eat. I think eat. you frankly Mango just disagree. so good. I didn't have um, like tomato sauce until I was like 12. That's fine. That That's not fruit. That's so like, that's yeah, not fruit. Yeah, but I'm just right saying, like, I, my palate didn't to everybody start who to likes tomato, pay, uh, tomato sauce, it's fine. You can enjoy it, but it's not real food. Like not compared to like actual Wait, hang tomatoes. on a minute. I was looking at the fruit list. What did you just say? I said tomato sauce does not count as real food. And that's not a... Su- like It doesn't count as real <laughs> food. It's, what do you mean? <laughs> it's obviously real food, but compared to like... What do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> it doesn't count artificial. as real food. It's I mean, like, it's obviously yeah. real food. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, but compared to... Trent was putting it in the same category as fruit. Oh, I wasn't. I was just saying... The flavoring my, my, my and the palate. creation of tomato sauce is very much a chemistry project rather than one a project created by nature that's a madman's opinion but all right balance of sugar and sodium with certain artificial flavors in order to create a hyper palatable taste it is real food it is food um, yes it's obviously you can consume it but not it's not a natural what are you saying it's different to, i would i think the fact that trent all i'm trying to say is i think the fact that trent was putting this in the same category as fruit no i wasn't i wasn't trying to i was, Good, I was more shouldn't. trying to explain my palate i all was right. trying to explain my so, palate okay, there um trent but i also don't like salad either um yeah well one follows the next <laughs> wait uh, hang on a minute how did we just let that slip by you can't just hate salad yeah there's so many salad different is, types there is no such thing as a salad there's different types of salad uh, yeah hey Trent, i think I, I have something that's going to give you nightmares tonight yeah fruit salad baby Ooh, yeah no no no, no for me oh, I, yeah, i've made you, it before both together I, I, <laughs> I made the uh fruit basket in high school thing where you like you hollow it all out but i never tried any of it Olives are fruit. That's crazy. Uh, All right. So if you like the taste of orange, but you hate the texture of orange, have you ever tried a mandarin? Uh, It's like a small orange. I gather it's similar. It's a very different texture, but a similar taste, or at least similar enough. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's how long. All right. Mandarin is going on the list. (laughs) Pears. 
Um, I have the same sort of thing with apples. How I'm afraid to bite into them. <laughs> but they some are of them are so, so soft. soft. Yeah, but some they, are hard. But, but some I, are so I, soft. Yeah, but I picked them up an apple and I picked up a pear and like a similar experience. Pineapple. <laughs> um, People who I are can, maniacs like pineapple. I can tolerate it on pizza. I can tolerate it. I'm not. I, I definitely don't think it should go on pizza. I'm not going to bring up that debate. That's so um, good of you, Trent. Tolerate it, on but pizza. I can tolerate it. I used to work in a pizza shop. So big shop, of so. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip right over papaya because if you don't no, like no. fruits, yeah, papaya, papaya is too left of field. Yeah, is that true. the one that's spiky? No, no. Okay, uh, I think yeah. you're thinking of. Is that the Light lychees are spiky, mm. although you'll never notice it because you never have. I like lychee beer. Never get beer. them really with the skin. Sorry, I like lychee beer. Lychee beer is good. Well, yeah. actually, if you like lychee beer, lychee beer tastes just the exact same. It just yeah, tastes like lychee with like? beer. Sorry, what's the texture like? Uh really it's squishy and kind of wet. Mm. There's like a <laughs> run. There's a slightly tough part to it, and then it's squishy otherwise. I imagine <laughs> that lychee tastes or like feels what an eyeball. This is not really selling you, but it feels what an eyeball would taste. I'll pay that. Yeah. 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 I th- I, I, it, if you wanted to know what the feeling how of would, eating how into does an that eye is, not how would how are you more okay with eating a lychee berry <laughs> after me describing it as feeling like an eyeball? I like the idea. Apple. I like the idea of that, like this as an experience. Have you? It's grape-like potato. to bite into. I would say it's grape-like. Okay, yeah. then I'm off. Have you now eaten I'm off a like boiled potato? Um, uh, do I like boiled potato? Have you eaten boiled potato? Yeah, of course I have. The texture of apple is like a little bit more of a coarse texture of a boiled potato the same it's like biting into a boiled potato but a little bit more coarse but is it sweet yeah well if I, you find I, the right apple sometimes if they're not super right oh, wait, oh, wait, oh wait, 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 okay yeah. uh, how on I'm, earth do you not like strawberries uh again, strawberries? Pr- probably if i had to pick a fruit it would be a strawberry if i if i, if I was forced to eat a fruit Gun to I'd your eat head strawberry. Eat a, eat a fruit or I'll kill you. You <laughs> pick strawberry. strawberry. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we're getting close to that point. <laughs> Adam, do you have your oh, gun yeah. ready? I, I started at that point. Watermelon. How do you hate watermelon? Oh, watermelon's the best. It's so I, inoffensive. I, I could actually probably say this. is I don't think I've ever had watermelon before. Wow. Yeah. Oh we got to get God. this boy yeah. some watermelon. Yeah, I'm, this is, I'm excited to... Uh, this is a perfect excuse to buy a bunch of, like different fruits because I just have apple pretty consistently but buying that, a bunch of different fruits once this where. was by no means a comprehensive list of fruits but I just some some I'm just like if you if you're iffy on the concept of a banana no way are you having a custard apple um, I've heard of custard apples oh there's a lot of fruits here that we skipped over damn <laughs> Okay, so move, we've, now <laughs> I think we all and I, I think we all needed to get that off our chest. Yeah, yeah, at least, cool. at least sure. initially. Yeah. Um, now that we, we can now cross this bridge and move on to the real topic of the episode, which is protein, or in in this regards, protein, and then we'll talk about protein powders a little bit later. So, um, what I want to talk about initially in regards to protein is, I think one important thing to understand is. Protein is made up of amino acids, which are considered to be the building blocks of muscle tissue. 
So the proteins within our bodies are all made up of amino, oh, sorry, the muscles within our bodies are made up of amino acids and those, the sort of construction of protein is those very amino acids. So it's kind of broken down within the body in order for us to then use it to repair. So that process of repair in the muscles as we go through our weightlifting session where we're implementing progressive overload, we're sufficiently damaging the muscles, we'll create those microfiber tears. When we have adequate recovery and a key element of adequate recovery, as well as just general rest, is nutrition and giving ourselves sufficient protein, we will undergo the process of muscle protein synthesis. So muscle protein. We've heard this term. We've heard this term before, haven't we? I'm sure I would have said it in other contexts. Yeah, it's 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 a key one because it's that is what building muscle is. It's muscle protein synthesis. It's the use of amino acids from our diet, from the protein that we're consuming, in order to recover and repair the muscles to build them back up, not just as they were, but bigger and better. And so. One important thing to kind of, it's not an absolute key factor, but one important thing to try and optimize when we are consuming our protein is, well, actually, even before that, sorry, let me, I'm going to, there was a point I was going to make, but we're going to jump over a little bit. I think I jumped the gun slightly. So we have talked about this before, but just wanted to touch on it again. So when we are consuming protein, a good rule of thumb for the amount we're consuming is at least in my books, and people will have different definitions. The what we see in a lot of studies is around 1.6 grams per kilogram of body weight. I like to go a little bit higher when I give recommendations to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. What that means is that whenever we have more protein than our body needs for muscle protein synthesis, it just kind of gets peed out. It's nothing really of consequence occurs. However, Going a little bit higher than you get what maybe, <laughs> yeah. Pretty. <laughs> Although protein is relatively inexpensive, when you look at a when you buy in bulk, you look at the cost of a scoop of protein powder um, and the amount of protein that you get within that scoop. It's normally around one to two dollars per scoop, which is extremely inexpensive. What that does by kind of going that little bit over is kind of ensuring that. We are not just at our limit, but that little bit over so that just in case we can have a little bit more muscle protein synthesis occur, that does take place. And so our bodies do, in fact, have enough in order to optimize for uh, the creation of muscle and recovery from our exercise. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's, if I'm, I've got the perfect analogy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Within our body. Log cabin. We have our muscles, which as we know, is our log cabin. Yes. Yes. We have our workers, which are kind of the, in this circumstance, they're going to be our biological functions of muscle protein synthesis. They're going to be our, uh, myonuclear cell or the myonucleus within the cell. And so they are what is going to help repair the damage within the muscles. 
what we want to do is we can estimate that, okay, so within this day's work, with the amount of workers that we have, roughly the workers are going to require around about 100 logs of wood. However, we're not 100% sure. Some days they work a little bit harder. Some days they work a little bit slower. And just to be sure that they don't finish an hour before they have to, because they don't have any more resources, we want to give them 150 logs of wood for the day. So we know that no matter what, they will be working their entire shift rather than having to stop a little bit early because we weren't giving them enough supplies. So that's kind of the theory behind going to that 2.2 and I even go up to about 2.8 for myself. I go a little bit higher again. Right. Um, you think your workers are working harder than us? <laughs> oh, they certainly are. I, I whip them into shape. <laughs> How rude. How incredibly rude. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's giving ourselves just that little bit of an edge where we're really trying to optimize for it as well as protein, especially in different times. So what, I think is important to understand is when we're talking about this, it was in the kind of recovery and the building of muscle, but making sure that we have sufficient protein and even going above and beyond becomes almost more important when we're in a deficit. So in a weight loss period, as natural lifters, our bodies will be prone to muscle catabolism, which is breaking down muscle tissue to release some of the energy stored within it to fuel the processes that we that need to occur that we don't have enough fuel from just our regular eating so when the body eats itself yeah exactly yeah yikes and so going above and beyond with the amount of protein that we are consuming during that period does help to optimize for the amount of muscle that we maintain so it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, I'm in a cut right now. I, I'm I'm in my deficit. I'm losing weight. I'm obviously not going to be building muscle. Let's just, I'm not going to worry too much about my protein. It's like, no, 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 no. This is the absolute key time to really concern ourselves with our protein because right now is when we want to be holding on to as much as possible. It's going to help uh, keep us burning enough muscle. It's going to, what? going to be what creates the most aesthetic of our physiques and it's just the healthiest thing for the body to maintain as much muscle so we need to make sure to optimize for the amount even more so maybe than when we were building the muscle in the first place and to kind of further that ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Optimization. One way that we can do it is by, so say we have our, for the total of the day, we have about 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Now, we want to be a little bit more specific with the distribution of that protein throughout the day. It's never going to be the end of the world if we have more than what this recommendation is, but roughly we want to be looking at consuming about 30 to 40 grams of protein in a set meal. So kind of spacing our meals out throughout the day, having about one to two hours between our meals, and then having 30 to 40 grams of protein within those meals rather than having a hundred grams of protein within one short period of time. And the reason for this is because the body can only, we, if we think about our log cabin, the workers, if we give yes. them too much wood, let me try and work this in. If we give them too much wood, oh no, it doesn't quite work. No, you can do it. I, I believe in you. Okay. Yeah. You're getting there. You've got this. Okay, I got this. So. You do. Yes. <laughs> we're going to throw out our previous wood cabin now. Whenever, I want the listeners yeah. to know, whenever we make a new analogy using the wood cabin, the old analogy has to be disregarded because different rules for the analogy have to be put in place in order to somehow That's fine. make they it understand. work. So, <laughs> listeners are smart. They're so clever. They are They so understand anything put through the context of a log cabin. <laughs> a log cabin. So... When building this log cabin, yes. the city council have yes. put in a... Mm. Uh, you have to get a permit for the creation of this log cabin and the use of the land where you're storing the wood in order to build the log cabin. So essentially... <laughs> this is insane. It's oh, different. I, We're going outside the cabin and <laughs> yeah. we're going through government. <laughs> no, this is, this is important. So, <laughs> throughout the day, which is going to be our span... So in this circumstance... Two to three hours is over the course of the construction day for our log cabin. Mm -hmm. We're allowed to have as much wood as we want on site. But once that period is over, that wood is taken away and it's uh, burnt or it's thrown away. It's, it's not being used. Yeah. So what we want to do is, oh, this really doesn't. Okay. It's kind of working. So what we <laughs> so what we want to do this is, is the mentality we need. <laughs> make sure that we have enough wood there that the workers aren't going to be left idle because there isn't any wood, but we don't want to give our body too much all at once. We don't want to give the workers too much wood all at once that there's so much that they're unable to use it all in that period of time before we have to throw it out or the council takes it away because it doesn't fit the permit that we've been given. Wait, wait, wait. So you don't want the plumbers arriving? 
Not really. quite. Not quite. Not quite. Okay. So essentially, not, not really. <laughs> no. Um, but, essentially, what I was saying, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with that outcome. Um, okay. With that analysis, I feel so, like I understood it completely, yeah. and the system works. Yeah. Sure. Uh, why not? <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I like how I Stockholm oh, syndrome you into this. You really <laughs> it's sending me just trying to trying to make it okay. Essentially, yeah, we want to make sure that we have enough protein within that time period that we're not leaving the body idle, but we're not having so much that we are wasting our opportunity throughout the rest of the day. So we want to be kind of constantly pumping fuel into the fire rather than putting a whole bunch of coal on there all at once it burns up and then we're left to be cold for the rest of the night that's a way better analogy that's really okay. good yeah I really, so yeah. much simpler <laughs> um, I don't I think I really understood that one around. oh yeah uh, sure you <laughs> and so this is one aspect where certain diet styles like intermittent fasting don't fall apart but have their optimized limitations. So with this, if you do eat large portions all at once of protein, it is better than not eating enough protein as a total at all. But what we're trying to do with all of this stuff is really trying to maximize the absolute amount that we can get out of our food, training, and the combination of recovery and all the other aspects of our life. So I think that's one thing that's important to be understood. But with intermittent fasting, say you have an 8-16 eating window. So eight hours to eat, 16 hours of fasting. You're now condensing that period where you need to consume your 2.2 grams per kilogram of protein into this very small time frame, where for most people, that's roughly around like 180 grams of protein for like an average male adult. So let's say everybody's going to be different, but we're just going to throw that number out there. Um, and so when we are consuming that much protein all in that one period, we are losing slightly a slight amount of the optimization that we could be getting from instead spreading that out. So it's just one important sort of keynote with that to be understood. That'd be almost like a lifestyle choice almost if you're choosing to do the fasting rather than doing it over a long period of time. And there are definitely benefits to the fasting. So it, it does make, as we discussed in like the different diet styles episode, that there are elements of intermittent fasting that kind of function within our hormone production that make dieting easier in some ways. But this is one element where it does have its limitations and everything is kind of this push and pull of what's going to work for everybody else. So with that kind of understanding of how to implement protein, uh, when it comes to supplementation, it's like we were saying at the very start of the episode, supplementations are to do exactly that. They are to supplement a deficit from natural sources. So before we ever consider having protein powder, we first want to try and optimize for protein consumption from natural whole... Well, not necessarily natural, because I, I think the label of natural gets thrown around too much, but we'll say instead... What whole is natural? Sources. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is natural? Um, so, with that, obviously the best sources of whole food protein is, and I know that this is not to say that it has to be your source, but ultimately it is meat sources. They are... The reason I say that is because they're the lowest in other nutrients as well as but highest in protein so basically 
they're the lowest in fats whilst being the highest in protein. Everybody in the vegan community will say like, no, but nuts are really good lentils, things like that. The problem is that in order to get the same amount of protein from a half a kilo of chicken breast and to get that same amount of protein in from nuts, lentils, things like that, the amount of calories that you have to consume in those different foods is far, far, far more than the amount of calories that you will have to consume to eat that half a kilo of chicken breast. It's because the other macronutrients within those foods, within the non-meat or non-animal product foods, do tend to dominate over the protein source and, as a consequence, blow out the amount of calories that you need to consume to optimize for it. So when you do choose to go for vegan options, so vegetarian, it's all right. There's still eggs, which are so good, and particularly egg whites um, are incredible because egg whites are essentially just pure protein. There's no fat, no carbs. It's just pure, pure protein. So they're really good. Um, And so there's, for those who are concerned about cholesterol, there is, the cholesterol within eggs is not going to be, obviously within moderation is not a harmful form of cholesterol for the body. So consuming between like one and four eggs a day, I tend to say is like egg yolks is going to be okay, but egg whites just go nuts. It's, it's pure protein. You can buy just egg yolk as well. I egg discovered. yolk? Do you mean egg white? Egg white. Egg white. Sorry, yeah. Yes. Sorry, you can buy just egg white. Oh, I yeah. have two yeah, cartons of egg whites in my fridge. <laughs> I have them in it. This is my recommendation for it is for those who are having, who are either vegan, vegetarian, or just want to up their protein eating whatever they do. Uh, I have my egg whites with whole eggs as well. So have, for me, I have quite a bit. So I have four whole eggs and about um, half a cup of egg whites. Why not just have more egg? What do you mean? Just more Why whole eggs. The, yeah, you're saying, oh, I've got egg whites, and then I chuck some eggs in that. Well, it's because the the fats within the egg yolk does mean that it's a lot higher. It's a lot more, uh, sorry, the calories are a lot higher in whole eggs than it is in egg whites. So, um, <sighs> and I don't want to blow up my How fats egg- just to blow, uh, just to increase my protein. How much egg white do you consume that that's an issue? <laughs> Half a cup a day. Okay. Maybe a little bit more, actually. I kind of mm. eyeball it at this point, and I'm like, ah, let's go a little bit more. I, um, and I'm not necessarily suggesting this as, I'm not saying like every vegan should do this, but because it is, can be difficult and or expensive, but I have known vegans in the past who, um, not in a way to get around veganism, but just so that they know that vegans who have eggs and they have eggs because they owned chickens. And so they knew that the chickens were being... Because they were looking after the chickens. They knew the chickens were happy, healthy, and being looked after. Uh, And so if you need eggs... And I'm not saying... I am in no way saying that all vegans should go out and get a chicken. Because that is not easy. Um, But yeah, I I saw that once as like a cool way to work within um, veganism. Is what you're saying instead that you're going to single-handedly raise a yes. herd of chickens yes. to yes. 
give away eggs to all of the vegans. I'm sorry, it probably wasn't very clear because I didn't use a log cabin analogy. <laughs> but yeah, that is what I intend on doing. Nice, nah, this is good, good to know. A log cabin and a chicken coop go really well together. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. Um, so within that, so for the vegans out there, uh, uh, what is, oh God, the food is just tofu. Wow, that really skipped my mind. Tofu is an incredible source of protein. Um, it uses, I think, Pretty sure soy protein um, is what it's made of. Soy and tofu, I know that much. And so similar to that, so uh, vegan protein powders are also a second really good source, and that is your best friend. Soy protein is, or uh, vegan protein is your absolute best friend. So they are made up of, uh, like most typical vegan proteins are made up of like some combination of pea, hemp protein, and brown rice or soy proteins. Um, so one thing to keep in mind, and this is a sort of like discussion, which I haven't heard much recently, but I do know was occurring a little bit and I'm sure still occurs within the vegan community is this kind of concern around soy and its, uh, effects on hormones. So there was, uh, a little bit ago, this talk about, yeah, overconsumption of soy or any consumption of soy will affect testosterone production within the body. Hence the the term soy boy. Soy boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw when I when I was starting this conversation, I saw Adam's face just like <laughs> a little like cheesy grin come on. And I'm like, ah, oh, he knows what I'm talking about. Big uh, <laughs> eye roll. Yeah. And it's not completely unfounded though. There is with quite extreme consumption and i mean extreme consumption so beyond practical amounts it does have non-negligible effects on testosterone production and will increase estrogen however for the regular joe schmo having one to two scoops of a pea hemp brown rice and soy protein will not really affect it having some soy sauce on your sushi or whatever stir fry you're having will also not affect it. It has to be within large, regular consumption. Um, so don't be concerned about that. That's for sure. And so when it comes to the other hand of the spectrum, just to finish us off, uh, our regular protein powder, so non-vegan protein powder also, or very commonly is whey or casein. So whey and casein are both extracts from milk so they are that's why they're non-vegan they're milk extracts so whey is the more common one and there's two uh different forms there's whey isolate and whey concentrate typically whey isolate at least now seems to be the more common one i've seen i think so whey concentrate is a form of protein or like that extract from milk, which has a lower, tends to have a lower concentration, concentrate, lower concentration of protein and is slightly less expensive. Um, However, whey isolate is the protein powder that I would always recommend to people. And it is slightly more expensive, but once again, protein powders are extremely inexpensive when you look at the per serving cost. And it's normally one to $2 per serve to get, around 23 to 25 grams of protein, which is without 
protein supplementation can be quite difficult to achieve. Those are our different forms of whey protein powders. And so these are fast absorbing within the body. Uh, and then there's also our casein. So casein is a different form of milk extract. And so casein is typically recommended for nighttime consumption. So that is because it is a slower absorbing protein. So kind of playing off our principle that we're talking about before, where we don't want to be consuming huge amounts of protein in a small period of time. The reason that casein is so good to have before bed is because it's slow release and it's slow absorption within, sorry, as slow absorption, not slow release, will mean that it will be absorbed for a longer period of time. So while we're asleep for that eight hours, we can continue to give our body the fuel that it needs or the protein that it needs so that it can have that. It can continue to spike muscle protein synthesis whilst we are unable to continue to give it new sources of protein by eating new foods, new meals. So... And the one or the last little thing that I wanted to talk about in regards to protein powder is there is always some people's like concern in regards to health when it comes to any supplementation. And I think looking at anything that you're putting your body in, uh, sorry, you're putting into your body with a critical lens is a really smart thing to do. And the main concerns is for liver and kidney health and when it comes to the uh, comes to consumption of protein powders, however, there is no signs of any harmful effects of any protein powders on liver and kidney health without people already having pre-existing conditions. So, protein powders are super inexpensive. They are the supplement that well, I, I don't know if I'd describe them as inexpensive. <laughs> When you look at the per serving, look, yeah, at, but- look at how expensive it is to buy 25 grams of protein. Uh, 25 I am grams comparing of it to not breast. buying it at all. Well, then it's good. Anything is more expensive than not buying yeah, it at all. Here you go. How much do you pay? Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. How much do you pay for uh, one of your tubs? Uh, my tubs is, I think it's. Thirty-five dollars. That's about. How what often I spend do you go through time. them? Uh, round once a month. One a month. One a month. All right. Mine also. No comes further. With que- no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> it's cheap. Uh, it's it's they are actually no, that's not true. That's thirty-five US, so it's about forty-five oh. wow. Australian. It's it's a marginal difference. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a very inexpensive form, and when you look at the cost of twenty-five grams from protein powder. Of to consume that protein versus 25 grams worth of protein within chicken breast or any other meat source, it's going to be a lot more expensive. That's not to say that we shouldn't be consuming whole foods. Whole foods, as we said, we should optimize for first, but then protein powders are a good way to kind of top off that last little bit that might be difficult to get naturally. If someone were... Just on this topic still, if someone were basically uninterested in gaining muscle, or mm-hmm. maybe they're working out for just for whatever reason other than um, to to get swole or whatever. So, like, their ideal body is not necessarily chasing something that you, for example, have where you're quite 
uh, and I don't think this is a controversial statement, you are quite muscular, as uh, I think the common parlance is. But I yeah, would disagree, someone... but that's because I have been I'm too deep in the fitness industry to see it properly. Everyone everyone <laughs> is looking forwards and no one's looking backwards. Everyone's looking you, at the person next along line being like, fuck, I wish I had what that guy had. And no one's looking behind them. Everybody's looking at their three bedroom log cabin and seeing yes. the giant log mess. Yes. <laughs> yeah, anyway, get, my question was if you're, if I'm not, say for example, I'm not, I, I don't really care if I get big muscles or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'm working out for either just general health or my, for my own reasons. Would you still necessarily recommend that someone take protein powder? Oh, 100%. Uh, not, oof, not necessarily protein powder. Um, I would always recommend that somebody be aware of their protein and to the extent that they are unable to consume sufficient protein, then instead supplement. Uh, so protein is the macronutrient which the population is most uh, deficient in. It is the hardest to get enough of. And it's not just important for muscle protein synthesis. It is important for just general recovery and health. Proteins are the construction of all of the different uh, thousand and one different compounds within our body that are really important for our daily function and making sure that we have enough amino acids to break down and use to construct those. So like our hormones are very typically, uh, I don't know if always, but are almost always made up of different proteins or made up of different amino acids, which come from proteins. Sure. So, um, it is incredibly important that everybody has enough protein within their diet, even if they aren't looking to become the world's best bodybuilder. Maybe they, I would not necessarily give them the same recommendation for the amount. I would then drop back to that 1.6 rather than going for a 2.2 or 2.8 as I do. But, um, Definitely, everybody should be aiming for that 1.6 grams per kilogram. You'll notice a quicker recovery time, correct? Oh, 100%. That's what I'm finding, even with, because I'm doing like a lot of steps at the moment for um, September thing I'm doing. And I notice when I intake a lot more protein, my next day recovery is a lot better than a day where I might have slipped up the night before. I'm not sure how that works. It might just be in my head or I'm just kind of checking the dots, but. It is the fuel for recovery. It's. It's like trying to repair the wall of a wood cabin when you don't have any logs. How are you going to do it? You need the resources in order to do it. And so we can either not focus on consumption of protein and just eat our regular diet with low meat, low uh, animal products, low like sources of protein, and then just get the negligible amounts that are within our vegetables or other products that we're eating, or... We can focus on protein consumption, optimize for it, and then we give ourselves enough fuel within a very short period of time so that we can shorten our recovery time as well. So, yeah. Backs up your cardio recovery and it helps you build big muscles. Exactly. Protein is just so good for the body. It's, It's a macronutrient. It is one of the three important nutrients to consume. So we have to make sure that we're consuming enough of it. Okay, uh, and with that, shall we shift to the glossary? Yes. So, we began with trying to consume, quotation marks, natural food sources. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. optimizing first for uh, our diet. Yeah, before we resort to supplements. Proteins are made of amino acids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Muscle protein synthesis. I simply made the note here. Is the process of recovery and repair of the muscles. If you didn't remember. Mm-hmm. Heaps about making log cabins. Uh, <laughs> I do, no, nothing necessarily here to... To summarize, I just think it's worth noting. Uh, We spoke about getting protein on vegetarian and vegan diets. Mm -hmm. How you can substitute in other ways or things that you can uh, consume, like um, uh, you were saying eggs and soy. Don't yawn at me. (laughs) (laughs) And then as a little footnote, you said... Uh, don't worry about being a soy boy. It's fine. People <laughs> love soy boys. <laughs> sure, that's that's definitely what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else? Did I miss anything? Um, I think just one important one to recap is that my recommendations are to consume in total throughout the day 2.2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight to optimize for protein consumption. For is that on a day you work out? Just in general, it's okay. It's when you, if you are regularly working out, um, okay, and then within meals, trying to have between thirty and forty grams of protein per meal, so spacing that out throughout the day. Okay. Well, I was there, and that was it. That was it. Beautiful. And well, on that note, I've been Zach. I've been Adam, <laughs> and I've been Trent. <laughs> happy lifting. Oh, did you want to say happy lifting? Happy lifting. Do you want to say it? Let's all say it. Let's say it together. Let's say it together. Three, two, one. Happy Happy lifting. lifting. (laughs) That sounded so corny. (laughs) It was beautiful. It's going to be my new ringtone. Thanks for listening to Super Gym Friends. Once again, we are not medical doctors, physiotherapists, or dietitians, so please check with a healthcare professional before making any changes. If you want to get in touch, email us at supergymfriends at gmail.com. And to continue the conversation or to speak directly to resident bumpy man Zach himself about in-person or online training, links to our Discord and Zach can be found in the show notes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.